Sometimes I watch it to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool We started off kissing I do all the dishes If you let me kiss it Put a dip in your back When you don't know how to act Put the bubbles in the tub Baby love, let me run your back Stay up in the bed Talking heavy Wish you could stay for good What you always tell me And I let you know You ain't gotta go Sometimes I want you to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool Knowing that it ain't me I'm walking on shelves Like I can't see the beach I get around like it don't even phase me But no conversation can make up for the ways you play in me It ain't like that I'm not like that Left a message in the bottle You ain't right back mm-hmm. And I let you know You ain't gotta go to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know When it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know When it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Tonight with me on the phone, I got a special guest. He is an R&B singer that goes by the name Lacar. Did I say your name right, sir? Yes, you did. All right, cool. I just want to make sure I got that right. Um, how's everything going tonight? Everything's great, man. It's good. Um, so... When did you first begin? When did you start doing music? Or, you know, 
did it did it start off in church did it start off um i'm gonna give you a chance to answer all this um or was it um at a local uh, talent show or how did this how did the music come or does it run in the family because that's 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 another thing sometimes that's that's the case but um yeah i'll wait for you to i'll wait for you to tell me (laughs) yeah man so um a few things um, a few of those things you were correct on uh so music does run in my family um i've got multiple you know family members who sing make beats rap um for me it all started uh it started at cookouts for me been cookouts um i was about probably like say seven or eight years old and uh really what i wanted to do was uh i had my eyes on boys to men i really wanted to like recreate that group feeling that soulful acapella singing i really loved that about them so that was my thing you know try to band a bunch of my cousins together here and there it didn't really work out you know what i'm saying um lo and behold like over the, the course of many years uh i was always the one that was like really serious in the group um I've tried singing group, I've tried rap groups, um, it just really never worked out for me, um, and then as I got a little older, uh, something came around in my city called New Bedford Idol, um, that was probably around the first time that I really was just like, my mom's, my mom's actually looked at me, and she was like, why don't you just jump in there and just, you know, because they were only taking solo talent at the time, so... She's like, why don't you just jump in there and do your thing? She's like, you know, you, you've always been the one because even within these groups, you know, I was always the one, like, writing the songs, coming up with the hooks or, like, helping out with verses. And, like, she's like, yeah, just jump in there and do your thing. So I jumped in. I did my thing. And uh, they had this one portion of the talent show. It was um, called Country Night. And I just I couldn't hack it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up heavy r <laughs> right. Country yeah. is not my thing. <laughs> right. Um, and then from there, man, I just been slowly grinding and just trying to pop and do my thing. Cool, cool. Um, so, uh, B- Boys and Men was your, one of your favorite groups you like listening to? Oh, definitely. Okay, cool. Um, when did you... Uh, when did you uh, start writing your own music? Um, I would probably say probably like 13-ish. Um, I'll probably say right around the time. So I kind of transitioned. So like when I was really, really young, like I said, I started the singing. But like once I got around like early teens that's when like Lil Wayne was around so I tried to do the rap thing a little bit um so I'd probably say that's around the time that I really like started writing for myself um cause I wanted to just you know I wanted to be like like Lil Wayne and then right. <laughs> yeah. he, he finally came out and he was just like you know he did that interview and he said I don't write I said oh no I said oh well right yeah I throw that away I'm alright oh we got it do we have another <laughs> artist we have another artist that don't write his music down. Wow. Oh yeah, man. I just yeah, I, I haven't written something in a long time. Wow. <laughs> That's not, let let me tell you that that takes natural ability, everything, discipline, everything, man. So, 
I, for some reason, I knew you were going to say that. I, it's like I knew you were going to say that because, um, also, um, you, so how does, how does the music come up? How does the words come about and everything come about? Cause you gotta, I mean, you, you, this has to be obviously organized somehow. Obviously it must come from your, it comes from your head, obviously, but, um, do you, do you, is it off a beat or you already hear a song in your head and it, you're just like, Oh, this, I need to have this go with this beat. Um, so for me, a lot of times, uh, so like early on in the beginning, um, I was just writing about anything. I was talking about stuff that everybody was talking about, you know, just trying to like really hone in on my sound and, you know, figuring out what my style was. Right. And then once I kind of got like some, I don't want to say I got it down packed, but once I kind of got some type of direction of where I wanted to go with it, it right. became, okay, what do I want to talk about? Um, you know, all my friends, this is like this is teenage day so like all my friends around that time you know high school whatever the case uh everybody stayed on rap um i was the only one that was just like mm, it, it didn't give me the feeling that singing gave me so wow i was pretty much like the only one in, in my immediate circle and in my acquaintance circle that was doing the singing thing and doing like the lovey dovey records <laughs> um so really that's what i was talking about because it you know it, it became all about the girls so that's what I was trying to I was like, oh what? They like to sing it too? They with it? Okay, let's do that. <laughs> so yeah, so you would choose singing more over the the rapping. Or I mean Oh, for sure. If if you um had to if you was a, you know, if you were able to do both. So I I look at um I look at you as an R&B artist, of course, but would you get back into rapping too? You know, a lot of people have, a lot of artists have made that transition. It just like T Pain without the auto tune. I'm talking about from right, singer right, said right. from rapper to singer, and a couple of other artists as we know. And I'm not comparing you to any of those artists because you got your own sound. I've heard it, but I'm I'm just saying as far as that formula that that a lot of artists are doing nowadays, singing and rapping. Um, so I come from a, like, very, what I feel is a unique background. Um, you know, I'm, I was born in 91, so, you know, oh, yeah. growing okay. up, growing up, I grew up on that heavy, like, 90s R&B stuff, right? Right. I don't even, in my household, it wasn't, it wasn't Biggie Tupac. I wasn't involved in that. So I don't really know, like, that, mm. that, uh, I, it, it'd be super awkward for me, like, when I'm right. out somewhere and like Biggie and Tupac come up, it's like I can't even sing your lyrics. Like I can't rap it because I don't know it. Wow! Like, but if you put you put some Jodeci on, I'm gonna know everywhere. That's that's everywhere. But that is everywhere. That is dope. That is dope though because so you're in your 30s basically, right? So, um, I mean, I hope you didn't mind me saying the age. Some people are bigger nah, on the cool, age. Bro. But I broke it down when you said that, and that was the time of the R&B, of the Jodeci, of the Boys to Men, and then Shy and all the other um, High Five, Troop, all those that, you know, I'm a little, I'm in my 40s, close to 50, but 
that was the time when all that stuff. So you are very unique to separate you because I don't hear too many. I don't hear too many um, artists say that. Even R and B artists say that. You know. Um, so yeah, you very you're 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 very yeah you're very unique from very different from a lot of other. First of all, you're my first R and B artist on. Uh, male artists on here because I had a few female artists on here but wow I never wow but yeah it's like that's that's what it was in the 90s in the early 90s that's what it was it was all about the group and the R&B music even though there was hip hop there was hip hop and but wow but you you oh, never exactly. really you, so you never really lived like um Really, never really listened to a Biggie or Tupac. Wow. Not, not unless, not unless it had the singing on there. You know wow. What I'm like the first, my first time ever even hearing Biggie was because of One Twelve. Wow. Um, and then the only reason I really listened to Tupac was because I remember I was in, uh, I was in the car with my dad, and. Uh, him and his best friend were arguing about who had the hardest uh, <laughs> who had the hardest this record so they played Biggie and then they played Tupac and like that was the first time I've ever heard Tupac and um yeah man I just you know I, I, I never really gravitated towards it I was just I always was into the R&B that's all my dad ever played in the house um all for as far back as I can remember you know what I'm saying going to bed I'm going to bed at like 8, 9 o'clock ready for school the next morning and I'm waking up at like 12 midnight to go to the bathroom and he's still playing records like this wow. back to back so mm-hmm. um, yeah I just always really like and like I, I really like I truly love the singing like I love the process I love the harmonies I love the melodies I love the, the different things you can do with singing I feel like don't get me wrong you can rap a whole bunch of ways and it's different like you know metaphors and everything right. like that but like that's what I feel from my style and my sound I integrate that's what I really feel like um like people love about my music is I, I sing I have the melody the melodies are there the harmonies are there but I also got bars in my singing I am. that's the thing I think that really make people mm-hmm. you know say like oh I can, I can listen to this even though it, you know cause I, I always hear a lot of time from mostly like rap artists they say oh I don't think we can do anything together like you do two lovey-dovey records but then they hear my music and they're like oh this is kind of hard though yeah um yeah yeah you have that you have that sound you have that um so yeah I definitely definitely um it's 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 a lot I'm telling you it's a lot different from what I heard honestly when I first Cause I, I seen you once perform and that's when, you know, obviously we, we, um, did a little network, but I thought I was like, is he going to come out of rap or sing? I mean, it was the whole D'Angelo thing because D'Angelo comes out, you know what I mean? D'Angelo comes out with the break or oh, same thing with Jodeci, right? They look like they're going to do hip hop and then they start breaking down. Well, many of us didn't know that they started off very young is a uh, little Cedric. And honestly, I a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know that in the Haley singers in the gospel days. Right. But but yeah, you come out like that and they see you with the with the with the braids and everything and 
the way you dress and then you say well, I mean because it's all part of the hip hop culture anyways the dre- the dressing has nothing to this is like never judge a book by its cover you come out there and sing the ladies like when you I know when you first perform like yeah, like one of your first performance besides the you know the situation you was in with the country thing how did that make you feel I, it had to make you feel good to, to do that um, for the ladies of course I mean <laughs> we're, I mean most of the R&B artists they love what they do but they love the, the you know they love the ladies to sing for the ladies how was so how was that experience once you really started getting out there yeah, for sure, man. Um, one thing about me, man, I thank God for this all the time. I've I've never had the uh, experience of being booed off stage. That's one thing I have. Oh, that's not good. Yet. That's good. Um, I'm, I'm I, I wait on it every time though. I wait on it every time. Um, <laughs> the reason I do is because a lot of the showcases that I've done. Um, they've been majority rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably say close to like ninety-seven percent of the shows I've done, it's been a full rapper roster, and I'm the only singer, and that's females included. Wow. Um. So, you know, to to go to these showcases and for me to be blessed enough to, you know, most of the time. I'm I'm the uh, I'm the guy who changes the, the the room. I change the temperature in the room. Um, I make every artist after me step it up, or, or feel as though when they got on stage before me that they didn't do enough or they didn't do it right. Wow. Because um, you know when when I get on stage, it's just I'm I'm really like I'm really like a reserved, quiet, you know, what I'm saying non-confrontational type of person. So. Right. My records, like my records, give me the energy that you see when I'm on stage. My right. own stuff, like when I hear my song come on and I, I come in with that smooth intro or that that uh, that hook comes in right away or them harmonies coming right away, man, I'm I'm back in the booth in my mind. Wow. So I'm just like, you know, because when I'm making these records, like I'm the one hyping myself. I'm the one, you know, saying as soon as I hit a harmony the right way, <laughs> oh, I'm 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 standing on the computer chair spinning around. I'm streaming. I'm like, yo, did you hear that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, so when I get on stage, just know, you know, I'm I'm kind of living that same energy, and I'm just like, man, like. Watch how the crowd gonna go crazy when they hear this harmony right here, and it's like boom, and it, it the crowd reacts the right way, and then I get into it and I do my thing. Um, a lot of times it's like, you know, I tell promoters and things, I'm like, hey, look, like, you know, you gotta you gotta tell the artists like when they get here, and not not over no text message because I feel like the text messages don't really, you know, it, it doesn't really get to the artist the right way. They go for right. two seconds later when it's right there in your face. And they're about to get on that stage. You gotta tell them, hey, yo, listen, this this crowd is the one. Like, get on stage. Make sure you talk to them. Make sure you rock with them. Because I've been to too, too many shows, man. I've seen it so many times. There's rappers that's they they rapping, they looking at the ground, or they looking up at the lights, mm. or whatever the case may be. They not engaging stage performance. Oh yes, and interacting you know? with the crowd exactly. Yes, right, right. Hmm. And then you got those those. It, it always goes one of two ways. You got the people who have good music, they can't perform, or they don't have good music and they can't perform. 
Wow. I've yet to see, I've yet to see the in between. Wow. You are the second artist that I talked to that talked about this. What I mean, the, and the advice you've given is obviously good because, I mean, with us in the crowd, I mean, you the artist that even watch yourself and they're like critiquing it, but not like in a to be to not to be um, negative, but it's like these things would help these things would help and see that's when rehearsing and all that stuff comes in you know a lot of people don't think they need to rehearse practice makes perfect and and that was another thing they don't there's no artist development thing going on so nobody is like listen they don't have managers or they don't have anybody that's telling them like yo you got to interact with the crowd the crowd is waiting for you you know, especially like you said, if there's a good crowd, they're waiting to see what you can, they're waiting to see what you're going to do, what Man, you're going to exactly. give them to listen to like, the song. Like, right. Artist development nowadays is at an all time low. Like it's crazy. And me coming from the era I come from, it's like, man, I'm, I grew up, you know, when, when I'm, when videos of like you know behind the scenes started popping around oh yeah you know yeah i'm seeing these dudes rehearsing for you know shows that are 60 minutes 30 minutes whatever the case they were yep. rehearsing for three four hours so of course you know what i'm saying me being a singer myself and one you know wanting this as a, as a living it's like what do you think i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying you're over here giving me you know five ten fifteen minute sets you know i'm prepared for 45 at least <laughs> right right exactly um but i mean i i noticed that the boston scene is i mean not even just the boston scene but like like you said it's just or they bring their boys up there with them and you, you can't hear you can't hear what they're saying in some cases because of that because there's too many people up there um but let me be quiet about that. But I like I like when I like when y'all talk about this stuff because um, you're noticing and you take this you take this craft you take your music and everything serious. You take this craft very serious, and that's to me that's good. And I seen that I seen that that first the first time I seen you perform. The only time I seen you perform because I need to start going out more. But you know. You know, you get caught up with everything. But anyways, <laughs> um, what, um, so what was your first, What when did you release your first project? Like, when did you come out with that? Um, so for a long time, I thought that, uh, I thought that the process to be able to get onto like Spotify, Apple and things like that. I thought that that was a very expensive process and um, I really didn't know too much about it. So I was really just, you know, what is called a SoundCloud artist. Uh Um, I probably say I released my first project on SoundCloud. Uh, Nothing, nothing. 2011, maybe. Right. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. There's, there's, There's a lot of artists that made it on SoundCloud. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, people um, are listening. But since since I learned, uh, you know, how to how to get on Spotify and Apple and things like that, um, 
my first and only project I released on there is uh, my project called Adoration, which I released in 2020. Like wow. COVID. <laughs> wow, that's a good time then to do it. And you have a studio at home too, right? You got your own oh, studio. Yeah. Oh, see, that's perfect. I wish I had one of those. Uh, since day one. That's good because you can record whenever you whenever you want, and uh, you obviously must know what you're doing. Um, so that's perfect. Um, I feel like I feel like the gift and a curse. Yeah. Um, it's it's great because you know for me personally, like I like being in my own space. I like being in control of you know everything. But where I feel like it's a curse sometimes is because like. You know, if I ever want to collab with somebody, a producer, an artist, whatever it may be, and they're like, yo, you know, meet me at this studio. We got a three-hour session. It's like, right. and I'm uncomfortable anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you you might need to get a little comfortable with that. Um, yeah, I got to I gotta get comfortable with, uh, you know, letting other people, like, I guess, I guess you could say with trusting other people to do their job. Right. Right, right, because you've been doing it for so long yourself. Right. So I understand where you're coming from with that. And I mean, but not for nothing, I have had some pretty bad studio experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you have. I think we all, all of us, I think all of us have and that, you know, been in the, you know, been artists or whatever, been in the studio. Um, Some you got. I don't know if you can agree or not. They take it serious and some don't. It's like they're the sprinkle to, like everybody has a responsibility. I Like I say, I say this, but um, the artist and the engineer, you know, they got to make you, you do your part and they got to like put the sprinkle on it to make it sound polished, professional. You know, everything is mixed and mastered the way it needs to be because everybody's going to be listening to it. What, tell me what was one, if you don't mind, what was one of your uh, ex bad experience with working with an engineer in the studio? Ooh, let me see, what's a good one? Uh, I got two for you, because these are both my favorite ones. Okay. All right, so <laughs> one of them... Uh, a studio in Boston actually and um, so like I said I have I have cousins who uh, do music as well um, they're, they're part of the list of people who don't take it serious okay okay they had me go to the studio that was I believe the studio was a hundred an hour okay and um, so we get there and you know that it's it's a more professional studio set up like you know how they have like studio a b c oh, okay so we were scheduled for a three-hour session in studio c i get there studio looks ultra professional everything's cool right so engineer walks in what she's he was actually an engineer slash producer wow he walks in um there was an issue one of my cousins had with a beat that he wrote to so the engineer was like oh I have some beats if you want to try to match you know your the rap to another beat so he begins playing beats from a folder on his hard drive now I'm sitting in the back of the studio it's not really my session I kind of was there just right. to like experience it right so I'm listening to the beat and 
he plays one of my beats. Oh my God, are you serious? So he's, now, oh, whoa. I, 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 now, I buy all my beats from YouTube. So right. I, I work with like various producers. Right. So when I'm sitting in the studio session and he plays one of my beats, and if it's like a beat he made, wow. Oh man, oh man, he embarrassed me. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, so that was that. That's that's one of one of my favorite stories. Um, another one is uh, I went actually went to a studio here in my city in Bedford, and um, the engineer was telling me that he charges $60 an hour for the studio. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I go to the studio, I books like an hour or something like that. And again, like I said, I'm, I'm more fond of just my own space, doing my own thing, so this is like a new thing for me. I goes over there and it was it was the mess. The pictures that he sent me of the studio were probably like when he first opened the studio up. Wow. Because when I got there, like the seating area was like ripped couches. Oh man! The floors dirty. Like there's like dirty handprints on the walls. It was just it was insane. Wow. Um. Then going into the booth, you've got like the mic. The wire to the mic is all like chewed up from like I don't know a cat, a rat. I don't know what it. Oh was. man! Like, so wow. A, the wires were exposed to the microphone, like, then, um, so you know about, like, you know about latency, obviously. Yeah. So, I go to sing into the mic, and the latency is outrageous. It's, like, at least, probably, like, 0.7 seconds after I had said the words, I'm hearing it back in the mic, and I'm like, I can't oh, work like this. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I'm like... You're in here charging sixty dollars an hour for this trash, like. No. Oh man. That right there, I, that was probably the last time I ever went to somebody else's studio. I can, yeah, I can understand why. I can really understand why. Um, that, like, like you said, it's a gift and a curse. But I, I think, um, I was like, I, how, I mean, I've always, I've had you know, equipment, but I've never had the complete equipment, so I, I mean, how I'm thinking it must be for you, like, oh yeah, I thought of something real, I thought of a song came to mind, I can record it right now, I mean, of course, you know, put it together the way you're gonna put it together because how often does you know, a song you know, come to come to your come to your mind, but you are open to work with other artists though too all right oh definitely i mean sometimes i mean they they could send it to you but it's like when you have to go in person sometimes i mean have you have you traveled to other cities to perform in um besides you know besides boston to perform are you still looking forward to doing that hasn't hasn't come yet or um, so right now I'm, I'm like I'm super known in, in my city um, and that's... So I, I, I get shows here all the time oh that's um, good um, I'm pretty well known in uh, just like just outside the city so like Fall River yep. super known over there um, 
I'm just starting to like really get known in Rhode Island. I've been doing a lot more shows over there as of recently. Yeah. Um, Boston. I've done like maybe like a handful of shows in Boston. Reason being, I've just from from my experiences, um, Boston has been very. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> hold that, hold that thought. We coming back to that. We definitely coming back to it. All right. What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned back into the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. I still got LaCar, LaCar with me, R&B singer. And we he was talking about performing in Boston, his experience performing in Boston. So you can pick off where you was going to start. Yeah, so I feel like, uh, I feel like Boston is very... They, they operate within their friend circle. I feel like that. Too clicky? I mean that Could is, you be? <laughs> what I mean by that is, um, so I've been booked for shows in Boston, and I've showed up to the shows on time, um, showed up ready to do my thing, and I've actually gotten bumped off of the set. Wow. Because of promoters friends showing up and wanting to get on stage oh so we're so we're doing we're picking favorites our our friends okay i i, I didn't i i was that was the first word to come to mind <laughs> but i didn't want to say the wrong thing <laughs> um you brother you can listen if no topics off limits anything goes but if you if you don't want to say it you don't have to but if you want to you can say it because I, I know for I know personally that it's very clicky you know when people set when people come on the perform in some cases uh they everybody got the cameras up the phones up and then when they go off they go with the with the cameras in some cases but um I'm I, okay so you experience that too and it is very clicky sometimes and you know you're supposed to be there to network with other artists you're supposed to be there to you know kind of you know be a lot more professional and friendly than you are but i'll let you speak never mind me because i you know i've been to a lot of boston shows and the rhode island shows um rhode island too so that that's definitely a good place for you to um do shows at Cause a lot of, I think a lot of things is popping there, and yes, and New Bedford too. I never New Bedford, right? Yep. I've never, I've never really been out there like that. I, I definitely want to go out there and check that scene, the music scene out over there. Because, um, yeah, Boston, we we have a few venues here, but lately that's where it's been, like the Fall Rivers and Mansfield and places out like that. They come back here to do Sammy's patio and the place I seen you at. That's a new spot for actually for for performers to perform. That um, Chinese restaurant. I can't think of the name of it right now. 
that's where I actually seen you perform at. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that was actually the first time I've ever seen that done. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, it was never done. <laughs> I, and I went back there a second time to to see it in. Yeah, it was. I I think they I think they liked it because I think something else is coming up. Another show is coming up where it's going to be in that same area. I don't know if you know about that, but I where so where is your your? I already asked you that, right? When your next performance is going to be? Because oh, I because no, I yeah because I think I seen you I think I seen you on one of the one of the flyers. So I think you're. You're performing somewhere here, right? In Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, um, I've actually been kind of like sitting out on shows before recently. Right. Um, I've just kind of, I've been, um, I've been working on a couple projects low key. Yeah, that well, I wanted to ask you that. When is when is your latest your latest project coming out? Because I've seen a couple of singles, I've seen a couple of um, and that's good too. You're doing what a lot of artists. I I hope I didn't cut you out. Well, you. If I did, I apologize, but I have to say this: you're doing what a lot okay. of art. You're doing what a lot of artists are not doing. Some are doing it, some are not. Um, and sometimes I guess we all gotta you know pay attention. Um. You're advertising, you're promoting your music. I notice, like, you'll have you in the studio doing this. You'll you'll keep it consistent, you know, with the music. Because some people are like, is this the music page? Or this the page where the, the mute person's music's supposed to be? Because they don't have it up there. They got a lot of pictures of their self and whatever's going on, but they don't have anything on the music. From what I've seen, you show, like, you working on music. So yeah, I just um, I always, I mean, me personally, um, when I was rapping, I feel like things were moving a lot faster as far as putting out music, creating songs, um, promotional um things. Um, with R and B, I feel like it's it can it can be done at the same capacity, but it's harder because. You know, I, when I was at my peak rapping, you know, I was able to do a verse in 15 minutes. And wow. that's like not writing or anything. That's just like off the top. Wow. Um, with singing, it's more, you know, you got to spend more time. You got to make sure, you know, is this the best melody that could go in this piece of the song? Is this the best harmony? Um, is this harmony done? Is this stack done? You know, can I can I put another vocal in there? Can I can I do a high? Can I do a low? Can I do like three, four mid? Like it's it's so much that goes into it that um you know a lot of times like for me to do one song could take three hours. Wow. So in creating a project, you know, it's it's a lot more lengthy than if I was just doing like a, a rap project or something like that. Um, and I imagine that, you know, people who are actually rappers nowadays, they probably take the same amount of time because, you know, they're going back in and they're, you know, swapping out verses and changing things around, which I, I'm at the point where like, I don't feel as though I need to do that. Like, I right. go in and it's like, my first idea is usually the best one. So like, 
I go in and like whatever verse come out, that's the verse that come out. If it's not the song that hits, then it's gonna be another song. Mm. Um, but yeah, lately I just you know I've just been taking a step back from shows right now because um, I'm actually looking to push a different type of narrative because I've been getting paid for shows. Oh, that's um, cool. That's good. So, but I I I, I love the music a lot more. I love the right. music more than the money. So. What I'm what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to um, like re reemerge I'm calling it. Okay. And what I mean by that is, you know, I just wanna I wanna come I wanna I wanna push out some amazing music and I wanna draw the attention again. And this time around, I wanna make sure that it's understood that you know I'm not gonna be doing shows where there's 20 artists on the roster anymore. Right. Um. Because to come in and do a set that's six minutes is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody's nobody's gonna remember me. You know what I'm saying? You got twenty artists up here to remember this. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. I'm looking to build a fan base. I'm looking to build like a really solid core fan base and I'm also I'm looking to, to really branch out. So, you know, not only am I gonna be, you know, probably turning down a lot of a lot, a lot of shows now um i'm gonna be really trying to branch out so you know next up you know god willing i'm hoping that my next show will be new york sometime um and hopefully you know maybe even further than that is what i'm really looking to do um because you know i've been doing this long enough to where i, I feel as though i probably should be working on an album but I just feel like I gotta get that fan base right first before I do that. So, you know, we're gonna branch out. We're gonna try to hit up these shows. You know what I'm saying? Do what we can, and uh, you know, that's that's gonna be the new wave. That sounds sounds good. It sounds good. I that's why I asked you about the the traveling part because um, and like you and like you said, with with twelve people on the Ross on the, <laughs> that's a lot of artists. So yeah. Um, you know, I I see what can pro- possibly happen in the future with that, where it may be less artists, and you may be one of the headliners out of three artists. It could be big artists, like okay, starring. I'm just giving it that. Just example, you know, Usher, Tank, or one of those guys, or uh, you know, and then you're doing your thing. They they're bringing you out there, you know a part of that show where people can focus more on Lacar, you know? And you get the fan base like that because that crowd, that's a whole different, you know, level. A re- like arena level, like I'm pretty sure like that's your, you know, I know that's your the next thing you would want to you would want to do. Cuz you got the songs, you got the songs for it. <laughs> you got the song. Like that's that's so that's like that's amazing. That puts a big smile on my face. And you're bringing you're putting me usher taking the same sentence. You know what I mean? Because I feel like <laughs> I feel that 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 fits you. You know what I mean? Rather than being in the, I mean, well, that's when you're when you're the only R and B artist with a whole twenty rappers, you're still gonna stand out in a good way. Like you said, they reacted good to that, but to be in a show where it's all, all a whole R&B act and there's only like 
maybe three, three or four artists and they can just focus on, okay, I like this artist right here, you know? So now you got new followers, a new fan base, large, you know, a larger fan base because everybody's going to remember you, like you said, because you, you believe in putting out good performance, interacting with the crowd. So they're going to be looking at that. And those guys might be looking at you too, like giving you some pointers or anything like that. You know, have you, has anyone ever come, came to you about, you know, getting signed or anything like that or reached out to you? Um, I've had it happen a couple times in my life. Um, well, I should say over the span of my career. Um, so firstly, the very first one ever was the biggest one. Um, so Lil Boosie and Webby. Wow, that's cool. They had, they had their, um, I mean, I, I didn't hear from them directly. Yeah. But I heard from their, their label that they put together called Trill ENT. Yeah. Um, I, I was 16 and I was rapping at the time. Wow. Um, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember like a dollar amount or anything. But I do remember the contract was for two years, and I turned down because mm-hmm. they wanted me to rap for two years. And I was 16, and that was when I was kind of sitting on the fence of, okay, do I want to rap or do I want to sing? Mm. And I was fresh out of, I, I dropped all the groups I was in, I was solo. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, do I want to go solo and rap or do I want to go solo and sing? I've got all these rap songs out, and now I got Chili and T calling saying, you know, we want to sign you to a two-year contract to rap. And I'm like, ah. And I'm like, what if, what if six months to a year down the line I want to sing? They're right. Like, yeah, you can do that, but, you know, we're not going to push any of it. So I'm like, well, I'm like, if I got to, I kind of looked at it like this. I'm like, okay. If I rap right now, right. And I'm on you. In today's in today's world, this wouldn't even matter. But back then, it did. So it's like, okay, if I rap for two years and it's being pushed, you know, and it's let's say I'm, I'm you know, get well known for rapping, I'm right? Like, it's gonna be really hard for me to come out as a singer in two years. Yeah, because so it's I like. Just, I, <laughs> I turned it down. I said, no. I said, I'm going to turn this down and I'm going to sing right now. You did what was good for you. And that's that's good. Sometimes you got to turn down that to put yourself where you where you where you want to be, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think I personally think you made the right choice by doing that. I mean, because it's like, okay, I'm a rapper, but now I want y'all to accept me as a singer, the same fan base and. And if the with the label probably not supporting that, they supported you as a rapper, like you said, but then they're not really pushing you as a singer, so that's gonna be tough. And you know, we gotta take those chances too sometimes. But I think at the age you was and the decision you made, a lot of there's a people that's a lot older that don't make the wise decision and they say they wish they would have done what you've done. Because you know what I mean? Because they're not doing what they really want to do. They're just doing it because, oh yeah, I'm gonna get the money, I'm gonna get the deal, you know, and they're like, Oh, I wish I (laughs) so that was I had that yeah, I had to ask you that question because I'm I'm sure 
you know, that's came up. But I thought it would be more. But um, no, yeah, more, definitely. more, more, you know, more recently. But that was back then. Wow. Um, do you besides um, music? What do you, What else um, are you interested in doing? Oh man, I kind of do it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, just a rundown. So, I write everything. I mix everything. Um, just this past February, I just got my certificate for audio mastering. So I now master everything. Wow, that's good. Um, I I put my own stuff out obviously you know as an independent artist um and then i also i direct all my own visuals wow um i mean obviously i need at least two people to shoot a music video but believe me if i could shoot it i would oh, i'm sure um, you <laughs> but uh i i edit i edit all my music videos oh that's cool um except for I think except for two of them, I haven't, I haven't, um, I, I allowed somebody else to edit them, uh, two of them, but all the other ones I've edited them, um, well, I'll say this, my biggest ones, my biggest ones, uh, edited by me as well, uh, I do all my own photo shoots. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I, I do videos for weddings. Wow. Um, I've done maternity photo shoots. Um, I've done photo shoots for birthdays. Um, I've done show recaps. I've done club hosting recaps. I, I just I do it all, man. I do drone drone videos. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you do do it all. That's a, sometimes you that's how you gotta that's how you gotta be if you can't if you can do it do it. Um, uh, you kills the the middleman. Every all everybody it just you know, but I know it's I, I know it gets expensive, but I mean it's worth it when you know what you when you know how to do these things by yourself. Oh, for sure! Like essentially, how, that's how I got started in everything. I mean, I was I was fourteen. I wow. got hired as a songwriter by a studio. Wow. Um, and. They, you know, it was, it was bad business because we didn't have a contract on paper, which I was too young to know about. But it was like, you know, I, I entered into a business agreement with grown men. And it's like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking anybody was going to take advantage of me or anything. So our agreement was for the hours that I spend songwriting, instead of pay, they will give me uh, studio time. Wow. So it was, you know, it worked out. It was, a, it was an hour for an hour. So, you know, I spent long, long uh, hours in there, you know, writing. And I had racked up something like 32 hours on paper of me, you know, clocking in and clocking out. Yeah. And when it came time, I was like, all right, I have a mixtape ready to go. You know, I want to record it with you guys. You know, they had told me I had eight hours. Wow. Like, how do I have only eight hours? I've been here for four weeks. Right. I'm like, how do I only have eight hours? Um, so... I just I just took it as a wash. I said, okay, I'm gonna I said I'm gonna leave my eight hours and I'm gonna accrue more. The very next studio session, um, it was a session where we were recording the vocals 
Cause what I used to do is uh, I used to I used to help songwrite. I used to help out with beats, and I would reference everyone's songs. So any any songwriters, including myself, that wrote anything, I would sing it all. Wow. So we were in the studio with a female artist, and we were having her record one of the songs we had written. And I just sat behind the engineer for all the uh, all the hours of the studio session and just watched everything he did. And then I went home, bought some studio equipment, and never went back there again. Just wow. stopped answering their phone calls. And I just been doing the audio engineering ever since. Um, camera work came from I I wanted to do a photo shoot one day, and the photographer wanted two hundred fifty dollars. Mm. I was working a part part time job at the time, so I'm like two hundred fifty dollars, like my whole check. Right, right. So I just had this thought, and I'm like, well, $250. I'm like, how many pictures am I going to get? He's going to give me 10 photos, like 10 of the best photos. And I'm like, well, how much does the camera cost? Because, like, you know, for me to have 10 photos, 250 bucks, I'm like, if I can go get a camera for 250 bucks and have unlimited photos, why wouldn't I just do that? So that, in turn, I, I went to the store. I found out that a camera was actually going to cost me five hundred. So I said, "Oh, I don't even care." I'm like, "The cost of two photo shoots is going to give me unlimited pictures. Why wouldn't I do that?" Right. Went, got me a camera. And that's I've been with a camera ever since. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's essentially pretty much just how I've been doing everything. This is hey, it's it's. You're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. What can I tell you? You don't have to pay anybody to do that. You can do that all yourself. And then you can go in business. Uh, or you do, and then you can work with other artists. So you're making money off of that. And hey, that's that's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm telling you. Um, anytime you can eliminate spending money with somebody else, you know. Um, where do you see yourself in five years from now? So five years from now, where I would like to be is I would like to I would like to officially I would like to officially say that I have a fan base. Whatever whatever that number may be, whether that's one or a hundred thousand. Whatever the number is, um, I would like to officially say, like, okay, like, I know now, like, for surely, like, I have a fan base. Like, okay, if I go to, I go do a, a, a show somewhere and, you know, I got to sell tickets, like, I know every single time I go to a show and to sell tickets, I, I'm selling five out of ten of these tickets. So I'm selling all ten and I still need more. Whatever the case may be, I just want to officially say that I have a fan base. Um... I I don't know when I'm gonna feel comfortable enough to officially say, okay, this next project is gonna be my official album. Um, that's all gonna depend on, you know, it's all gonna depend on that. It's all gonna depend on when I have my official fan base. Right. But uh, yeah, definitely, man. I wanna be. I wanna do. Uh, I wanna do festivals, man. That's what I wanna do. Oh, I mean, I see that happen. That that definitely could happen. For 
for sure. I want to do festivals. I want to do college shows. And I want to like, I want to start, I want to mix more with, um, I want to mix more with like bigger artists. Because <clears throat> um, that's something that like, I kind of feel like I struggle with now. It's, right. uh, you know, being, being in the same places with these bigger artists. Um, because like the the tax bracket is insane, you know. I, I just got um I got offered the other day to open up for a major artist, and they wanted uh six hundred dollars for five minutes. Oh no! That makes sense. No, no, no. It has to make sense for you. And and I was gonna, you know, talk. See, they think. I mean, they gotta be realistic, and I understand. They, they had to do whatever they had to do but they're like this is what I mean by taking people under your wing like for them to do that to you I mean I don't know if it was like directly them or maybe their people but it's like come on now like if they were able to meet you halfway like give you more first of all give you more time but then you know kind of like okay, whatever you, you know, whatever you got, you know, we'll take, you know, we know you're an upcoming artist. We know you've been around, you know what I mean? For as far as I know you've been around for a while, but you know what I mean? As far as, you know, being out there on the, you know, on the level that they, that they're on whatever. But I feel that it's fair that they said, okay, well, we're gonna, you know, maybe charge you something, but maybe not so much. Like that's that's insane for just that amount of t- time. That's that's nothing. But if you had a chance, you had a chance to work with one of your f- favorite. I'll start with artists, but then I'll say producer. Which which artist would that be? Okay, sorry about that. I was asking no you. I was asking you if you were able to work with any artist, who would it be? It could be a. It could be a. Um. It could be an artist, or it could be. It could be both, or, or a producer. Who would it be? Oh, that's easy. Eric Bellinger. I knew you were gonna say that because when I, <laughs> I for some because when you go on your page, I see that you um, you know. And he's a good artist. He's a good artist, and he's um, yeah. I I I I you know. I know how you I know how you feel about him. He's one. He's he is a good artist. He is a good artist. You know. He puts out those songs, man. And I actually seen him on this this table thing. I think that him and Usher was doing, and he was saying they were all. It was him singing, and it was a, another guy, and he was one of the ones on there. His music is like, um, yeah, I could see that. I could see, I can see you two working together. So, what would you? Who, who would? I mean, because he's a producer, he is a producer too, right? So, but if you could get another producer, who would it be? He's because he's a that guy does a lot too. The one you just, the artist you just mentioned. Um, there's so many, man. Like. Man, alright, so I'd like to work with Eric Bellinger. Man, if I could get to and now now and it's it's cutting it close too because you know, a lot of the people I'm about to name 
um, you know, they're on the fence right now. They're on the fence of retirement. And it's like, it's, it's getting scary. It's getting scary for yeah. the game. Yeah, okay. yeah, but, it is. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say Eric Ninja. Yeah. Um, I'd, like I'd like to get Tank before he goes out, man, because I heard him talking about it. Yeah, a few times he was talking about that. <laughs> I'd like to get Tank before he's out of here. Um, I'd like to work with Usher for sure. Yeah. Because Usher's like, Usher's the, my second right after Eric Burns for sure. Right. Um, and for me personally, like, I feel like the, the greatest, the greatest female vocalist, my favorite, Randy. Oh, wow. <sighs> wow. Yeah. That's a good one, man. That 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 duet, Uh, man. I would want to hear that. I think. I think a lot Uh, of people want to hear that. And another person. Let me see. (sighs) Man, it's it's so many. It's like it's so many. Um, but yeah. Bye. So I'll say I'll say them. I'll probably say like like more alright, so going more newer, I'll probably say like like Chris Brown. Uh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I gotta oh, I gotta say, I gotta say Monica too. Monica, Monica. Mosa. See, you're saying the names right now. These are some of my favorite people you mentioned. Yeah. Oh, somebody I've always wanted to work with. Fantasia. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tear down the house. Now see, this is what I'm talking about. I think she's She's going against somebody in the verses. Jay, um, um, she's going against Jennifer Hudson in the verses, I believe. I want to say that's what I want to say. I could, I could be wrong, but I think that's what's going to supposed to happen. That's going to be good. That's going to be. Oh, good. or um, oh, I think it's um, Jasmine Sullivan. She's supposed to be going against. Oh, another one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, hold that thought. We'll be right back after this, y'all. What's up? What's up, y'all? This is the new Del C show, and of course, I'm your host, Del C. I still got my special guest with me, LaCar, R&B singer. Be working with Fantasia soon and Monica. <laughs> I'm putting that out there, brother. I'm putting that to an existence. And um, but yeah, I I I think yeah, I think that um, you 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 are gonna be a name in the in the making that is gonna be a household name that's what I see you know you keep doing what you're doing now that's uh, you can only you're only gonna get further so yes I, I was I would definitely say Atlanta and in LA and those in New York you definitely need to go to to get yourself more out there and have a larger fan base because you got what it you do got what it takes. You definitely got what it takes and you've been doing it for a while. Um you know how to interact with the crowd. But um have you ever thought of getting into acting or anything like that? 
because you do you're doing basically everything right now you know but um what you did you see yourself getting into acting or directing because you're already doing the camera thing you do videos and stuff like that um for sure man um i'm definitely down you know um i don't know i don't know exactly what character i would play yeah um but i mean i I, i'm i'm probably open to anything man i'm open to whatever let's do it um, I, I ain't never, I probably need some acting lessons or something like that, but it's all good. We can do that. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, they have them. They got acting coaches. They got all that. If they know you, they know your interest and you're serious about it. Yeah, they'll take you in. I, they'll take yeah, you in. There's some people. I definitely think, um, I definitely think I could do it. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so too. Um, I feel that singing, singing, music, and acting go hand in hand. Like, would you see yourself maybe doing a Broadway play? Do you see yourself doing something like that? Um, I don't know. I never thought about that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm open to whatever, man. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Cool. If it ever came my way, man, I, I'm definitely down to jump in. All right, cool. Um, do you have um one more time? I need you to plug your plug your music. Where can your music be heard at? You got music videos out as well, too, right? Yes, yes, for sure. Um, you can find me everywhere at Lacar Rogers, L A C A R. R O G E R S on everything, on everything. TikTok. I need y'all following me on TikTok crazy for sure. I need my TikTok up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm on everything Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever. I'll have One last question. Any, any advice you want to give to any upcoming artists, anybody trying to pursue the music business, music? <laughs> This is this is like this is one of the greatest questions I feel like um, every and any artist of all generations need to answer way better than they have been. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the change I want to see and say um, when it comes to when it comes to songwriting whether it's rapping or singing I'm speaking for both ends when it comes to songwriting take advice only from people who are serious Mm. take advice only from people who you look up to because those are the people you focused on and you look up to them because they're serious Mm. um don't listen to people who tell you you don't know how to rap or you don't know how to sing keep doing what you're doing and double down on it every time you hear that so when you hear it once double down if you hear it twice triple down if you hear it three times keep going just keep doubling down on it keep stay focused stay on your path stay on what you're doing um don't let up for nobody um if you ever if you ever have days where 
you feel like you want to put it down or you feel like you want to throw it away or you feel like you want to get rid of it you feel like the same for you do it more don't don't ever put it down don't ever stop do it more um and last but not least i'll say don't do music with everyone Mm. you can't you can't do music with everyone you can't you can't get on every song um i understand that sometimes you know sometimes you're like all right yeah i'll just take this feature because even i've done it yeah saying sometimes you're like yeah uh, all right so somebody's gonna pay for a feature i i'll do it but that might that might be a song that can hurt you Mm. so don't do don't do music with everyone you know what i'm saying only do music that's beneficial to you and your sound and your fans that your fans gonna love that you're gonna love um you know because you don't you might think of it as because this is how i've thought of it you might think of it as oh well i could do this song because even if the song's not that good my fans will only go to my uh my part and play my part anyway <laughs> that's not what a collaboration is for no a it's collaboration not <laughs> is for the crossing your fan bases you're trying to you're trying to get that other person's fans so if you're doing music that's only appealing to your fans and that your fans are only going to skip to your part. What do you think their fans are doing? Their fans are only skipping to their part. Mm. Now you just did a collab for no reason. Right. You want their fans to play your stuff. You want your fans to play their stuff. So only do collabs that make sense. Mm. I've never heard it, bro- break it broken down like that, the way you broke that down. Good. That's that's good advice. Definitely good advice. Um, sure. y'all, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here from the car. So, um, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, first and foremost, I want to say shout out Lionel, Lionel Walker. I'm saying he's been like great friend, great mentor, great advice giver. He's like, he's like my, my unofficial, he doesn't know it yet manager. <laughs> you just made um, him a manager. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, I, just, man, I, run, I run all my ideas for that man. He gives me advice. He has no idea what he's even doing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but, um, great person, man. He, he's never he's never closed minded with me. You know, he's never halfway with me. He tells me exactly what I need to hear every time. Um, so I definitely want to shout out him. Um, definitely. I want to give a shout out to DJ Fresco. Um, very very good friend of mine. Very very dope DJ. Um, I'm hoping we're gonna go forward and do a lot more business together. Um, I also want to give a shout out to every venue that's allowed me to come in and do my thing. Um, I want to give a shout out to every promoter um, that's allowed me to do my thing. I also want to say shout out to my brother who's also a rapper and artist. I'm going to try to get him on here next. Oh yeah, he's definitely. Jesus. Okay. Um, he goes he just um he just dropped some dope music. Um so I need y'all to definitely go check that out. Um I'll be posting that on all my social media real soon. Yes, please um, do. And yeah, man. I'll wrap it up there. All right, cool. Um hey um, y'all heard it from here. Um, check out his music, R&B singer, Lacar. Hey, brother, it's a pleasure having you on here, taking the time. Um, yes, definitely 
you could come back, you'll bring your brother. Uh, we'll set that up to and make that happen. So it was a pleasure doing this interview with you. Yeah, for sure, man. It's a blessing for me to be on here. I appreciate you. Anytime. All right, y'all. We out, y'all. So, um, anything else you want to say before we get off? Hey, man. Just make sure y'all go check out my music. You know what I'm check out my latest project, Adoration. I have a visual coming for that really, really soon. Yeah. All right, y'all, as always, as I say at the end of the show, stay blessed, stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow's not a promise to no man or woman or child. On that note, I want to say peace out. Again, i like to thank my guests and um, pray for me and I'll pray for you. And uh, we out. Sometimes I want you to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool I need you Now I want you to myself I cannot help it Can you let me know? Kisses, we started off kissing. I do all the dishes. If you let me kiss it, put a dip in your back when you don't know how to act. Put the bubbles in the tub, baby love. Let me run your back. Stay up in the bed, talking heavy. Wish you could stay for good. What you always tell me, and I let you know you ain't gotta go. Sometimes I want you to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool Knowing that it ain't me I'm walking on shelves Like I can't see the beach I get around like it don't even phase me But no conversation can make up for the ways you playing me It ain't like that I'm not like that Left a message in the bottle You ain't right back mm-hmm. And I let you know You ain't gotta go to myself, that's hella selfish, but that's all I know.